You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When the red light goes... Take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Mike Conti, giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station as we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. All right. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome on in to the latest and final edition for 2022 of the Off-Air Podcast. I am Chris Thomas, once again, joined by my fellow 92.9 The Game producer, host extraordinaire, Dylan Matthews. Dylan, the last one of 2022. I know Peachtree Football will be wrapping up 2022 soon, if not already as well. Yes. It's been a big year for us and the station. That's what we'll get into in just a second. But as your holiday week slash weeks continue to progress, how are we feeling? We're feeling good. Um, we're doing good, actually. So this is actually a, a working week for me. So I was off um, last week. I was off. What days was I off? I was off the 23rd through the 27th. Um, so actually, no, I worked on the 27th. So I was off the 23rd to the 26th. Um, so I got those days off last week and this week I'm actually, uh, working. I'm actually helping your friend out, uh, Mr. Bo Morgan. I'm actually helping him out on like the last couple hours of Dukes and Bell and then, you know, working Hawks and Thursday night football this week. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing a little work this week to close out the, uh, the new year. <laughs> Funny as that is, you know, when uh, when Mr. Morgan takes off, they don't give me any special Santa's little helpers nope. for the last couple hours of the show. They sure do the don't whole, do the whole damn thing by myself. Hey, hey, Chris, I'll tell you this. Next time you're alone on Dukes and Bell, you let me know and I'll make sure you get some help as well. We got we got to make sure everything is equal around here. All right. You know what? I don't need any help. Will I you guys you. can we can we prep our audience? Will there be a little uh shorty show tonight from seven to seven thirty? There will be. There, there will be. How about With, uh, that? Myself and Bo Morgan. How about that? Oh, is he gonna is he gonna drive the bus? I'll have to tune in for that one. You know he's not. You know he's not. <laughs> I'm gonna run point. Uh, <laughs> we already talked about that yesterday. He said you can run point, and uh, you know, I'll I'll you know defer to you and you can run point and all that stuff. So he he wasn't trying to drive the bus, Chris. You know, he, he was trying to sit in the passenger seat. Oh, I would have loved to have heard that. All right. Plenty of business to get into. Make sure as you check out the podcast today, which will be dropping a little say as we did on a Tuesday, a little same day shout out. I will edit and drop this as soon as we are done recording. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, 
make sure you tune in to 92.9 The Game from 7 to 7.30 to hear Dylan and Bo, who will not be driving the bus. Uh, so, Dylan, it is about to be a new year and a big year for 92.9 The Game for several reasons. Yes. One, we will be having at least one new face in the morning, yep. as uh, our very own Hugh Douglas had announced, uh, I believe, last week, that he will be going home, sort of, his yep. adopted home of Philadelphia, where he spent the majority of his playing career, had the most success, mm-hmm. and was recently inducted into their ring of honor. He will be doing the midday show there. So congrats to Hugh, and we will miss him. So at least one one big day part at 92.9 The Game, we'll be having a new co-host. So that's, that's huge there, and there's potential mm-hmm. – behind-the-scenes changes that could go on as well. If right. Mike Conti feels maybe this guy works better with that guy or this gal and that guy. So there's going to be a lot of change going on. So that led me to thinking, Dylan, what are your goals for 2023? What is What are things you want to see happen for, for the radio station and, and yourself, you know, as, as you continue to grow as a producer and a host? Uh, well, as far as the station goes, I want us to consistently be number one um, in our demographic, you know, so uh, I want us to hit that top spot and stay at the top spot consistently. So that's the ultimate goal for 2023 for the radio station. I believe we can achieve that goal uh, this year. You know, we've been at number one at times in, in 2022 this year, and we just need to stay there. So staying there is definitely the goal. And, uh, you know, at least being there on a consistent basis uh, would be my goal for the radio station. For myself personally, Chris, uh, I want to uh, host more shows. Hosting more shows is a goal of mine. Hosting longer shows is a goal of mine as well. You know, so, you know, more three-hour, four-hour shows. Um, you know, I've done a lot of two-hour shows. Um, so getting up to that three-hour, four-hour show range would be the goal for me. And also, uh, I've I've kind of done this, but not really filling in for a a a main show so like i filled in for the john chuckery show for two hours um last week i believe it was um so you do something like that but you know taking on the full show so you know filling in for somebody whether it's a you know a, it doesn't matter a, a john fricky or a andy bunker or a, you know or a call dukes or you know a john chuckery filling in for somebody like that on a main show during the during a main day part during the week uh, is also a goal of mine as well. So, you know, just, just getting my chops up and and keeping this this hosting dream alive. Yeah, I would say the coolest thing I got to do this year was uh, host my first remote broadcast. Yeah. So that was, that was amazing. That was myself and Brian Gebhardt and Bo Johnson got to do a uh, college football show, preview the SEC championship game at uh, the Reverb at Hard Rock Hotel right across the street from – Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That was so much fun. Uh, that place is so cool. I believe they're doing another broadcast there tomorrow yeah. or on Saturday for yeah. uh, the college football playoff, and that'll that'll be great for those guys as well. Um, and same thing as you. I would love to get to a point where, hey, if Carl and Mike want to take off, maybe Bo and I can just you know slide onto the other side of the glass, as the name right. of our weekend show uh, says so aptly there. And you know that'd be really fun, and it's it's cool to to be able to fill in on a show that you already know all the ins and the outs to. Like, you right. know, I feel like Bo and I could 
host that show and feel really comfortable right off the bat because we know all the segments. We know when everything's supposed to be, where everything's supposed to be, what's sponsored and all that kind of stuff to make sure we pay the bills. Right. And, uh, yeah, I would love to be able to do that as well, even and then challenge yourself for doing it on a morning show or a midday show or a nighttime show because you don't know all the ins and outs, and that's part of the challenge is making sure right. you remain engaging and entertaining while also – hitting all the nuts and bolts and making sure all the blocking and tackling is done for the show that you're working on. And those are, those are all things. Everything that we do from this point on is, uh, you know, crossing off things of a checklist to become a fully formed, well-rounded producer and host, you know, making sure we know how to run a live broadcast, making remote, making sure we know how to work on different day parts. So that's, that's an exciting challenge and it's up to, our head honcho Mike Conti to determine if and when guys like me and you are ready for that challenge. And, um, you know, so it's all hands on deck, but I feel like this, this coming year is going to provide guys with a lot more opportunities. And thankfully we're, we're getting into new guys that we're going to have to uh, learn the ropes starting in the new year. We've, we've had a solid uh, tight knit crew of part-time guys for a long time now, but 2022 saw a couple of our guys get up, other opportunities elsewhere Mm -hmm. so we've been uh sort of you know gritting our teeth and bearing it behind the scenes as as i was joking around and busting your chops about helping out bo and right you know but but when bo's out i'm i'm uh you know i'm running the entire dukes and bell ship behind the scenes there by myself so bringing in new guys will allow guys like me and you hopefully to get new opportunities as well Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Exactly. And I got, I got to say too, Chris, you know, that, 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 you know, you explaining how you and Bo could easily do a fill in for Carl and Mike, that sounded like a, a pitch that was already ready to be made to Mike Conti right there. So, you know, we got to be on the lookout for that. I feel like the other side of the glass featuring, or, you know, whether it's Dukes and Bella, the other side of the glass featuring Bo Morgan and Chris Thomas, I feel like that's coming soon. That pitch sounded like it was pretty ready to go. Well, it hasn't been proposed yet. I know Mike Conti's got a lot on his plate, but right. you can sure you can sure bet whenever uh, whenever he has some time, I might be a, like the little annoying fly in his ear because that's what you got to do, Dylan. If you yep. want, you know, program directors and you know, Bo is the APD, and you know, guys right. like our head honchos Reggie Rouse and uh, Rick Caffey who run the whole mm-hmm. shebang, not just ninety two nine the game. They got a lot of stuff going on, man. They're not always thinking, you know, they know we're all working hard and stuff, but if we got specific goals, we got to be vocal about that. And we got to, you know, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease is, is a perfect expression uh, for guys in our industry that want to make it. And, you know, not, and some guys get to a point and they're comfortable and that's where they want to stay. But, you know, people like me and you that have aspirations to do different things than what we're doing right now, we got to make sure that we, walk that tightrope balance between, hey, making it known that you want to be considered for other opportunities and not being a pain in the ass. And that's exactly. that's a line that we, uh, we got to be very, very careful with. And with that, we transition. 
Um, so New Year's Eve is this weekend, Dylan. Yeah. And I and I got a problem. Uh-oh. And I'm about to sound like an old man for the Uh-oh. first time in my life. I just turned 31, and uh, I don't know if I'm into New Year's anymore. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, I used to be a big New Year's guy. Wow. Um, I'm, a, I'm an EDM head, and that is a perfect setting for New Year's parties, late nights. Sure. Drinks are flowing. Music's popping till 3, 4 in the morning. Uh, you know, all the lovely ladies of Atlanta are out and about, so... <laughs> The sights and sounds are a plenty, but um, so here's the here's the deal. I'll lay it out. The short version. My dad is uh, up for his 60th birthday party, and it coincides with New Year's weekend. So we combine the whole two things together. We're like, we're gonna have one mega blowout for his 60th and New Year's Eve. Okay. Now the party will begin at my buddy Todd's in Canton, Georgia, which is about. 40 minutes from where I live here in Atlanta. And then at 10.30 uh-huh. p.m., we are going out to a show okay. at a uh, one of our favorite. Uh, it's a restaurant. It's a bar. And then there's a concert venue in the back. And uh, it's one of our favorite venues to go to. I celebrated my 30th birthday there. Um, they have great bands coming on through. And they got a band playing for New Year's Eve. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make it to him. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. Chris. If we start, if we start like after dinner with the drinks and the, and the party mode at like whatever, seven, seven if we eat a normal dinner at, uh-huh. you know, six, six thirty, seven, and then you go, you change and you go into party mode right after that. I don't know man. if I got that in me anymore, you man. You can I was- do it, man. You just got to pace yourself. You just got to pace yourself. And then look, here, I'm going to give you the key. This is at least the key for me personally when I'm, you know, drinking and in that party mode, as you speak of. You got to have some type of snacks, too, because, you know, when the drinks are flowing, the food's got to be flowing, too. You can't, you can't get low on food and keep drinking because we all know what road that leads down to. You got to have some snacks with you as well. And then you just got to pace yourself, Chris. So... Since you're going to be going for a long time, maybe it's, you know, one drink every hour or I don't know if you guys are, you know, doing stuff on the rocks or taking shots or, you know, maybe drinking Trulies or something like that. But you just got to pace yourself, Chris. But you can do it, man. I believe in you. It's all about the pace, baby. It's crazy. 23-year-old me would have been like, man, I'm going to run laps around you old heads. (laughs) Now, now I'm like. You know, can can I get a nap in before? Can, right. I get a little, can I get a little nappy from like seven to eight thirty? Wake up, maybe take a shower, hot shower, get myself re-energized. Right, man. You know, it's what's your what's your opinion on New Year's, bro? Like, what do you? How do you feel it now? You're in a committed relationship that adds another dynamic to it. Right. You're not out there looking to you know meet somebody out on a dance floor somewhere or at a bar. So what are your plans and what is your stance on New Year's? So funny uh, talking about the plans. I will actually be dog sitting something you have done ah. in the past, uh, for Mike Conti, head honcho. So yes. I'm going to be dog sitting for him. So I'm going to be looking over old uh, Clark and Chloe. So that are, that are those are really the plans. Um, as far as, you know, how I feel about New Year's, you know, it's. It's fine. Uh, like you said, as you get or- older, the lore is kind of taken out of it, and you really don't care too much about being somewhere. So, you know, it, it, it's cool. It's always 
good to bring in a new year and, you know, you can make a make a little toast and, you know, spend it, you know, with your significant other. If you have that person or just your close family and friends and loved ones like you'll be around on New Year's. So, you know, it's cool. It's not anything crazy or, you know, it's not it's not something that, you know, we have to have something extravagant going on. I'm not that I'm not at that point in my life anymore. I don't need to be at a huge rage or anything like that. You know, I'm, I'm kind of go with the flow. Like, you know, if if it turns into that, fine. If if it doesn't, I'm just at the house chilling and we're just going happy new year at midnight. Then I'm fine with that, too. So, you know, at this point in my life, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's whatever. Like, I'm, I'm down to do whatever. I'll I'll go wherever the wind blows me, Chris. Is uh, the significant other joining you at Shea Conti or is she going out with her girls? Nah, she's going to she's going to be with me. A lot of her friends live in North Carolina. That's where she's originally from. Mm. So she's going to be with me. So we're, we're just going to be chilling um, and, you know, just just hanging out. <laughs> I will say this divulge. I'm going to divulge a secret here on the podcast. Yes. Um, I don't know if Mike gave you the same speech that he gave me, but. Uh-huh. The liquor cabinet is awfully stocked. Yeah. Yep. There's... He 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 already gave me the green light on that, Chris. So we so, definitely will be uh we definitely will be indulging on that. So we we appreciate my Conti for opening that up to us, and we will definitely uh take part in that. So you might not make it to midnight either, but I'm, for a different reason. Depending on the vibe, I might not, Chris. Because <laughs> not 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 only are you drinking for free, you're getting yeah. paid. Yeah, to drink for free. Yep, I for sure Mike, am. for Mike Conti, and yep. they're very they're very very generous with opening up their home and their refrigerator and their liquor cabinet yes. when you are dog sitting for them. Now I'm going to give you a piece of advice here. Okay, take it very inside All for right. those interested in 99 the game. Both of Mike Conti's dogs, super cute. Yes, um, Chloe. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> how do i put this i already know what road you're going down <laughs> uh if you put her anywhere near that crate uh her soul becomes possessed by a demon spirit <laughs> from beyond the grave and she will literally try to chew her way out of the out of the cage oh, and man. unleash uh unholy unheavenly squeals of death coming from her little tiny vocal cords oh, that man. that you can't that you couldn't make up on a soundboard for radio <laughs> that will pierce the inside of your heart like you know a, a black arrow from like a freaking anime movie man oh like, man I, I can't even begin to I've never seen a creature or a human being hate something as much as that little poor dog hates the crate so be oh. careful if you if you guys are leaving for yeah. any significant period of time. Which I will have to because I do actually have to. So they're leaving on the 29th, I believe. Which is today. Uh, which is today. I think they're leaving today. Is that, is that a thing? Uh, maybe it's to, maybe it's tomorrow. I forget the, the days or whatever. But anywho, um, I do have to work some of those. Like during the time he's gone, I do have to actually work at the station. 
Sometimes I have a show from 8 to 10, and then Sunday I'm working Falcon. So, obviously, you know, I'm going to be gone um, at times there. So, Chloe, unfortunately, will have to go in the crate. So, we're going to have to, we have to, you know, maybe slide her some treats and try to food motivate her a little bit because she is very food motivated, as you know, Chris. So, we'll have to persuade her some way, somehow, or, you know, we'll, we'll get it done somehow. <laughs> well, I am looking forward to talk after this is over. Yeah. When I see you in the office, I am very much looking forward to hearing about your experience with her going into the crate because yeah, mine was was uh, something to behold. We, we will good... talk about it. And, and look, I, I may be calling you off air, off the air podcast to, to get some more advice from you. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right, we have to talk about it, Dylan. Okay. Luca and Trey. Again, Mm. the conversation that seemingly will never die as long as these two guys are in the league together. Because to juxtapose, the Hawks lose two games again, back-to-back now. Um, The Nets game, they could have easily won, minus Trey. Yep. Not on the floor. And – they're not in a good place right now. Luca, on the other hand, just had a 60, 20, 10, triple-double, and this was his response after the game. I mean, that was pretty impressive. You know, the whole team was just keep going, you know. I, I heard, what, what was the stat? Yeah, with 13,000-plus thousand games with 35 seconds. That's impressive, you know, but everybody just kept it together. You know, we believed, and that's why I would say. Oh, man. So we got – listen, the Mavericks aren't in first place in the West either, and I get that. Mm-hmm. And the Hawks have gone deeper in the playoffs with Trey at the helm compared to what the Mavericks have done in the playoffs with Luka. But talk about two completely trending in opposite direction situations right now. Many people are calling Luca the best player in the NBA, and Trey is arguing with coaches and missing games. What do we make of all of this, Dylan? Well, it doesn't look good right now, and you know, uh, a, a lot of people are obviously not too high on the Hawks right now for a very good reason, and a lot of people are high on Luca right now. I saw people saying that you know. Next to that Dirk statue, there's going to be a Luka statue one day. You know, people are already going there with it. And, you know, Luka is obviously a great, great player. Nothing taken away uh, from Luka. Um, but I think I think it's fair to say that both of these teams won the trade thus far. I mean, unless the Hawks completely have to blow it up and, you know, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but in a scenario if they maybe trade Trey Young or something like that, then we can talk about Maybe the Hawks losing, you know, the draft night trade that will that the infamous draft night trade. But until that happens, I think both of these teams got their guy. Now, Trey did um, was not uh, available last night and the Hawks did lose a close one. One oh seven to one oh eight after DeJounte Murray missed a potential game winning three. I will say this, Chris, I will get slightly hot takey and I don't even know if this is really hot takey. Um as far as the way the Hawks play without Trey Young, the ball movement is better. Uh, that's Ooh. a thing at this point. The ball movement is better without Trey Young. Now, that I'm not necessarily saying the Hawks are better without Trey Young. I don't necessarily think that is true. But the ball movement can be better 
without Trey Young, and you still want to have a Trey Young on your team. The offense is just different with him on and off the court. With Trey Young on the court, um, the ball sticks a lot in his hands a lot of times because he's doing a lot of dribble penetration and then kicking the ball out or finishing at the rim or maybe throwing an alley oop. With Trey Young off the court and DeJounte Murray running at the point guard helm, like we saw last night, the ball's moving around a lot more. There's a lot of swings. Um, even maybe, you know, John Collins even gets more looks um, on the block, which is not necessarily a bad thing because he uh, last night he had another good night. Um, so the offense just moves differently. Now, which offense you like better, that's up to you. But the offense is just different, and the ball movement is better without Trey Young on the court. And you saw last night they were able to compete and come down to the wire and they had their own destiny. They had their uh, own destiny in their own hands last night when it comes to winning that game. And you know, Dejounte Murray just missed a three at the buzzer. So, uh, I'm not going to say that the Hawks made a mistake, um, but I will say the the ball does move better without Trey. But that doesn't necessarily mean the Hawks are better without Trey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the question that I keep coming back to is what happened to this grand plan that they had where Nate went out to Oklahoma and him and mm-hmm. Trey were working on the off ball stuff. And that was right. supposed to be a big part of the game plan. Why does Trey not operate as a number? It's not even a number two. It's a number one B where yeah. he can get to his spot on the floor and either distribute or take the shot without having to run the ball up on the floor. Why, why, when you make that change, all of a sudden does everything fall apart? That's what I'm not understanding, Dylan. I don't get it. I'm with you. I don't understand that either. You know, I saw all these things. Well, really, I'm going to, you know, unfortunately, I'm going to have to do this. I don't want to have to do this, but, you know, people were questioning in the offseason how Trey Young could move off the ball. Then, you know, Trey's dad, Mr. Rafer Young, went out and tweeted about how Trey Young used to always move off the ball before he got to college. And, you know, he was more of an off-ball player before he, you know, before he got to college. And then, yeah, ever since he got to Oklahoma, he had to be on the ball, which can be true. But if that was a thing, why, why, why have I not seen Trey Young running around and, you know, putting in a mile every game like Steph Curry does? Now, I'm not saying Trey Young needs to be Steph Curry, but Steph Curry is a very good off-the-ball player. And I was hoping that Trey Young would add that type of element to his game where he's running off screens constantly. Or like a Ray Allen. Ray Allen was always moving around and running off screens and getting open from the corner. I have not seen that from Trey Young. And I think that's what we all expected to see him running off screens, maybe getting open corner threes, open uh, three point shots, running off screens. And we just haven't seen that. It's been more of him standing around in the corner and, you know, just him not being quite involved as involved on in that play. So now let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is that can't or is that doesn't want to? I think that doesn't want to, Chris. Ooh. I don't I don't I don't I don't think he can't. I mean anybody can run off a screen. Like you just have to run off a screen. Like 
it can't be that hard. I mean, it's basketball 101, how you learn how to run off a screen. You make a little V cut and you, you run around the screener. And if you're open, you, you take the shot. If you're not, you pump fake and you go to the basket. I mean, it doesn't seem that difficult. Now, maybe it's deeper. Um, I'm not in the NBA, so I don't know. But I would think from the time I played basketball, it, it doesn't seem uh, like it would be that much of an issue. So it has to seem. And I mean, Trey Young is an NBA player. You would think he would have that ability. So I have to say it's uh, does it want to or, you know, maybe maybe the way Nate is drawing up his plays, maybe, you know, Nate's not drawing that up. But I mean, if you work with him in Oklahoma and he specifically said he talked about playing off the ball with him more, you would have to think Nate would want to put that in the playbook and, you know, put that in, put that on the bingo card. But we haven't seen it. So and that comes back brings me down to it's just not wanting to. And that comes back to all the innuendo and rumors and narratives that Trey might not be the most uh, team-friendly player in the NBA. Right. Um, we don't know this for sure. We're not in the locker room. We're simply going off of reports that have leaked, and we know that you know you can take those with a grain of salt at best, and right. at worst, it's a bunch of nonsense. But you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Sometimes, and if the results in the locker room and on the court are not where they need to be. And we're questioning simple things that would appear to be an easy fix for the team to get more in rhythm and they mm-hmm. not happen. Then there's only so many ways you can connect the dots right. back to one specific place. And that is unfortunately the star player. Cause I don't think Trey forgot how to play. I don't think Nate forgot how to coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen DeJounte is a very good player and a good leader for this team. So something's got to give very soon. Otherwise, there's going to be more changes to this team. And the last thing you want is your star player to have a narrative of coach killer or a narrative of hard hard star to play with, which will detract other people from wanting to come here if they feel like they can't. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, because if this team turns it around and DeJounte Murray still wants to leave at the end of next year, that's going to say a lot as well. It's going to say a whole, whole lot, Chris. And then I'm going to say this too. I'm going to be very interested to see how this upcoming West Coast road trip goes because they play the Lakers on Friday at home. That's their last game of 2022. And it's the la- their last game at home before they start said West Coast road trip. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, these guys are going to be together you're going to play some tough teams on the road, you know, in a different time zone. How does this team respond? You know, are they going to let this turn into an avalanche and, you know, make, you know, basically force the hand of a of a Tony wrestler or somebody like that? Or are they going to turn things around and, you know, bond? Uh, you know, it's going to sound cliche, but are they going to have some come to Jesus meeting if need be on this West Coast road trip and, and turn things around? So. I think this West Coast road trip, I'm not going to say it's going to make or break the Hawks, but it's going to tell us a lot about where exactly the state of this team is. All right, that'll do it. That will do it. Not only 
for this edition of the Off Air Podcast. But the next time Mike Conti and myself speak to you will be in 2023. Once again, we give a big thank you to Dylan Matthews. Follow him at underscore Dylan Matthews on social media and listen to him on Peachtree Football with my uh, sports radio compadre who apparently is uh, calling in the backup troops to help him on Dukes and Bell for the rest of the week. And uh, myself, I am at C. Thomas Radio. This has been the latest edition of the Off Air Podcast.